My name's Paul Murphy and over the last two decades, one thing has constantly intrigued me. How do we get a consistent flow of targeted traffic to generate incredible profits and at the same time set up processes and systems that remove all the stresses and headaches that come with online marketing? Together, we will discover the unknown strategies that exist right now on how to set up powerful marketing systems that allow us to turn our businesses around fast and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. Hey there, how's it going? I hope you had an amazing weekend. Um, so what I want to talk about today, right, something quite interesting Um and I see a lot of people making mistakes with this. And I wanted to kind of take it right back to basics of making a YouTube video on how to make it convert and how to make it sell. Okay. Now, the first thing you want to do really is forget about selling, right? Because all selling is, is being giving people the information they need to decide to make a purchase. You'll never persuade anyone. So the word selling has got a bit of a negative connotation. But the great news is, is that when we create YouTube videos, right, we're basically going to be tackling what they need so that they want to make the purchase at the end of that video. And I've seen a, a lot of people have been making this mistake and kind of overcomplicating, over-engineering their videos and then wondering why the sales are not happening, right? People are not taking the action that's required. So let's kind of zoom out a little bit. And I wanted to kind of talk about some things that are really key here. So obviously what we focus on is ranking because it makes money, right? It means that we can direct people to our traffic and make money. What we don't talk about is viral content um, because that's what everyone else does. But the only way you make money with that is from YouTube itself. But that, well, the only way you make real money with that, right, is be- because it's not getting in front of your buyers. It's going viral. It's entertainment. People are, it's being shared around and YouTube pays you whatever the advertiser um, pays it pays you a percentage of that right it's usually about 50 percent, right um but that is a hard strategy it's really hard to do that so that's not what we focus on so when we're talking about ranking we're talking about keywords right and a keyword is the search term that someone puts into the um to to the um google or youtube right so let's just think about this right when somebody puts in that search term what do they really want to have delivered right what is the problem that they need solving, right? And what are the pain points that they have, right? And you can get a lot just from a search term, right? So I'm gonna give you a couple of examples here because I think this will really help you make better videos. And if you tackle these things, then you're not really selling, but you're going to make sales, right? You're going to have people kind of wanting to buy from you. Your job's done, right? So I'm just gonna use the example I always use, which is ClickFunnels, right? ClickFunnels review. So someone puts in review of ClickFunnels. What I see people doing is, is I see them starting to talk about why they need to buy ClickFunnels. Well, you should buy ClickFunnels because it's the greatest software out there. It's this, it's that. And they're bearing the ClickFunnels chest, right? But they've already seen that. They've already been to Russell Brunson's page and he's done that. What they want to know with that search term, right, is... They want to know what other people have to say about it. They want an unbiased opinion. Now, you as an affiliate, obviously, as an affiliate, they're going to know you're an affiliate um, just by the fact that you've got an affiliate link. So you want to be as unbiased as you possibly can. 
Now, that does mean, obviously, giving them the good and the bad in some cases, but you don't want to be negative about a company because you'll lose your affiliate status, but you want to be able to kind of be open and honest and give them what they need. So what I like to do there is I like to think of what do they really need, right? So I want to show them inside the dashboard. I want to show them some cool features that some others don't have. I want to show them things that are not as good. You know, I want to be able to say, look, it doesn't have this, but then this counteracts it. Right, because then that breeds that know, like, and trust. I want to, I want to give them that kind of overview of everything that you get, and then I want to over deliver. Right, I want to basically either stack it with some bonuses, or I want to basically talk about things that they hadn't considered. Right. So, for instance, I might show them another example here is like, for instance, someone puts into Google or YouTube like how to create a landing page. Right. So my objective here is um, that if I show them how to create a landing page with click funnels, right, and they like what I've done, they're going to want to buy, right? So again, I want to think of all the ways to over deliver. So how to create a landing page, um, I might go one step further and, and say how to create a landing page in under five minutes because that because time's a big factor, right? So someone comes in and says how to create a landing page in under five minutes. So I'm going to be like showing them how you can just basically drop in these blocks. You can drop in a header, drop in a middle section, drop in a testimonial block, drop in a footer, and it's done, right? And it's, a, and it's already a, bre- a bespoke page because you've chosen from all the headers, all the footers and everything, and you've now got a page. And you can create that and sell that to people. So I'm not, I'm, and that's the thing as well, is like what, what outside of the box might they be thinking, right? Because... When somebody's looking for how to create a landing page, you don't know if they want to create it for themselves, for someone else. But I want to tick all of that, right? I want to really go deep and really research, like, why would they be looking to build a landing page? So I'll say, you know, you might be wanting to create this for yourself, but time is of the essence, right? You've got a family. You've got all these other things going on in your life. So let's get it done really quickly. But also, when they build it in blocks, a lot of people don't cover this, but when you do your research and you know your product, you know that it's responsive. And what responsive means is that it will load on a desktop, laptop, mobile really well because it's all been considered. Whereas if you build that yourself, if you create that yourself, it's, it's not. So I, I do things like that. I say, look, you know, most people look at, um, look at um, landing pages from a mobile device, over 70%. So these blocks have all been built so that they're going to work on a mobile seamlessly. You just need to change the image, change the title, change the link. Everything else is done for you. And then they go, oh, my God, that's so amazing. I don't have to worry about that because they're going to lose sales, obviously, if it's not been considered. You know, sometimes you'll, you'll load up a landing page on your, um, on your mobile device and the text will be massive or the button will be tiny, right? But that's all been considered, right? I mentioned that. I say, you know, maybe you're wanting to sell this as a service. Well, you know, time is of the essence. You know, you can basically knock up a a quick landing page in five minutes, get that out to your customer, and they can, you know, give you the edits you need fast, and then you can just change it, and then that's done, and you can charge a premium. This is kind of a high-ticket service for people, right? And I always paint a little picture, tell a story, because then people understand, you know, you know, these things can sell for ten, fifteen thousand dollars once you build these sites and with all the automation built in, you can do it super fast inside of ClickFunnels. Right? Now someone it might be only building it for themselves, but now you've given them an idea. Oh my god, I could do that in the future, right? And so you want to kind of map this like what are they looking for on that search term? And what people tend generally tend to do is over engineer it. Like I must mention subscribe, I must do this, I must do that, I must do that. And yes, whilst a lot of those things will help, 
what we really want is to be delivering. We want to be delivering what they want and delivering what they've asked for in that video. So think about that. Like, What is your search term? What needs to be delivered? And do your research as well. Like, Make sure you've kind of looked into really what what you can, you know, and try and think of things that they won't have thought of as well. Think outside the box. Like, what could they be possibly looking for, right? And if you do that, you've sold. Because we're not trying to kind of push them towards click funnels. They're already in the click funnels state or they're already in the, the market to buy landing page software. They just need to know how to do it, what's best, or whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, your search term, what is it that needs to be delivered? What can we cover? What can we tackle? How can we help them? How can we serve them? What pain points do they have, right? And list out all those things and get those in the video. And then at the end, you drop the link in and it's, it's your, job, your job's not done at the end of the video by pushing a kind of infomercial. Your job's done during the video by solving their problem, right? And if you've done that correctly and, um, and you've tackled the things that, you know, everybody could be thinking. I'll give you an example, actually. And this is kind of how I got a job. I'd been trying to get a job for years. I mean, I only had one. It's kind of funny when I think back now, but in my, I didn't start my business till I was 30, right? I was actually 29 years old, but I was one month before my 30th birthday, right? So up until the age of 30, I had done a few things. I'd been to college, studied, and I'd done a few things. But one of the things I'd done was, um, I'd like when I left school, I'd had a few building site jobs and I didn't enjoy that. So I got a job in an office and I was working in insurance, right? And I worked in this job for seven years. And all through those seven years, the only thing I had as an objective was to become an assistant manager, then become a manager. And I wanted to do that so bad. But I was going about so many things wrong, right? Too many things I was doing, you know, I was chucking sickies all the time. Um, I had attitude towards managers because I was young and I was cocky. You know, all these kind of things that I I had no life experience and I had, um, you know, I hadn't been brought up with with a uh, a set of skills that a lot of people had. Right. Um, my mum was a single parent, basically, and we ran riot. Right? Three kids run riot. And I had to learn. I was kind of looking for father figures because I didn't know my dad as a child um, most of my childhood. So it's kind of, those, you know, kind of weird things. Right. But. But what happened was, was that I had to learn a lot of stuff. But basically, I wanted to be this assistant manager. And I kept applying, I kept applying, I kept applying. Anyway, I kind of went and did a bit of traveling. And then I, when I came back, I um, I went to college for two years to become an actor, auditioned for all the drama schools, didn't get in. And then after that, I uh, went back to insurance. But I was a bit older and I was a bit wiser. And I learned a few lessons. And I went into this job and I was like, right, I'm going to become a manager, Right. And I've said this in some other podcast episodes, but basically I gamified it. I worked out how to become a manager within a year, right, within six months, and I got it. But one of the things I did was when I actually got to apply for the job, right, I I knew that this was a little bit out of my league. I hadn't been there that long, but I knew I was capable of doing it. I knew I wanted it, and I was trying to think, like, what can I do in the application process to ensure right, that I have a good chance of getting it. And I knew there like, was over 40 people applying for this job. So what I did was I literally spent the whole weekend before my interview assuming the questions they might ask. If I was interviewing, what would they ask? And I just basically, it was kind of like, build, like you know, you've heard of building an avatar for your customer. I was building myself as an avatar to kind of be able to handle 
some tough questions. And so, you know, I would say, you know, like, for instance, you know, in this scenario, what would you do here? Give me an example of when you've managed the team. Give me an example of when you've led. Give me an example. And I just basically come up, you know, I was thinking about, like, you know, how I helped someone in my team. And I thought about it. And I answered that question as though I would already done the interview, right? And then I was prepared, right? So when that question or something like it came up, I had an example ready. And then I answered another one and I had an example ready. And I had another. So when I went into that interview, some of the questions they asked were similar. Some of the questions were completely different. But at least I was as prepared as I could be, right? I was kind of ready, right? And what I'd done was I'd kind of thought about what they might be looking for and dug into my, you know, into my bank of experience and brought out all those experiences, right? And what that's relevant is, is that if you think about that keyword that someone's coming in, what are they actually going to be looking for? What could they be looking for? What could they be doing? What pain points do they have? That all goes into your video, right? And by the way, I actually got that job. And they said, I was in an interview for two and a half hours. And I remember coming out and one of the guys that had been working there for three or four years, who was convinced it was his turn, he was in there 10 minutes. And he said, ah, he said, you know, he said, they don't know you. It's two and a half hours. He said, you know, you'll have to go through this interview process many times before you get it like I have. He said, but they know me now. So he said, you know, I, I, I didn't need to be long. And he was convinced that that 10 minutes was the thing that was going to get him the job. But actually, they wanted to spend two and a half hours asking me questions because they hadn't really considered me. But when I was answering the questions, they told me this later on. They understood that I actually did have a lot of experience and I did know what I was talking about and that I was somebody to be considered. And I'd actually got the job based on the fact on that interview. Right. So. You know, a lot of what I'd done in preparation had stood and, and had most people have done that. I don't know, but I did. Right. And I was like, well, you know, like I want to I want to make sure that I'm giving myself every chance. And if you do that with your videos, if you do your research and you find out what, you know, a keyword holds so much. Right. That search term holds so much. We can put so much in there. Most people won't think about this stuff. If you do you're going you're gonna to get the sale because they're going to build no like and trust with you. You're going to cover everything and then it's going to come in. And if you forget everything else, you know, if you forget, you know, all the, you know, all the other things that you need to put in a video, if you just do that, you're going to sell, right? So, yeah, hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully there's some good tips there, guys. And, um, yeah, that's it for this episode. I'll see you on the next episode. If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free targeted evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube, then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads. Now, the great thing is, is that your first two weeks are completely free. To get started, head over to iservefirst.com. That's iservefirst.com. Links in the show notes. And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.